Welcome to The Shift Show with Adriana Bucci. Join me every week to learn all about narcissistic abuse recovery, healing from physical and emotional pain after the abuse, and everything else to do with toxic people and how they affect your physical, emotional, and mental health. And no, you are not the crazy one. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Let's get right to it. Welcome to episode number 19 of The Shift Show. This episode is another interview, this time with Julie O'Brien. She is a chronic pain and anxiety coach who helps women learn how to heal themselves by retraining their brain and nervous system. She has her own TMS story where she healed herself from two years of debilitating pelvic pain along with panic attacks, OCD, agoraphobia, and a myriad of other mind-body symptoms. She created the mind-body calm method where she teaches her clients the brain and nervous system strategies that she used to heal along with thought work, processing emotions, creating boundaries, and self-compassion. This interview is really awesome. She talks all about her story, what she went through with healing, and you know, it's super helpful for anyone who's going through similar symptoms that she had, and I hope that this helps people. Let's get right into the interview. Hi, Julie. Thanks so much for coming on my podcast this week. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Of course. I'm so excited to have you here. Why don't we start with you uh, telling everyone who you are, what you do, and like what brought you here? Sure. So um, my name is Julie O'Brien, and I'm a chronic pain and anxiety coach. Um, I help women learn how to heal themselves um, through brain and nervous system retraining, thought work, processing emotions, and some self-compassion. Awesome. That's so awesome. We need more of this in the world for mm-hmm. sure. I agree. Totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm assuming you probably had your own TMS journey with chronic pain and anxiety yourself. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit about that? Sure. And you know, it's really funny because when you start when you start doing this work, you, you kind of look back on your childhood and your Mm -hmm. life and you go, Oh yes, I, you know, there's symptoms there and there and there, but you don't really Mm -hmm. realize that that's what it is. And so, um, you know, I, and I, I I grew up kind of in an environment where I, I didn't feel safe Mm -hmm. and, you know, that really set my nervous system up. So it was really just a matter of time before I had, um, any kind of, um, physical symptoms. And I remember kind of as early, you know, as a young child, I had growing pains. Um, and I know that can be considered, you know, mind body. Mm -hmm. Um, and in my, in my teenage years, you know, I felt, um, I had a lot of low self-esteem and uh, a lot of anxiety, social anxiety. Mm -hmm. I never really felt like I fit in anywhere. I didn't really have an adult that I could lean on. Um, and in my twenties, after I got married, um, so that was kind of a big change, you know, leaving the house, getting married, you know, I started having some, some digestive issues and I had like some vertigo Mm -hmm. and I was really anxious because that was kind of in in and of itself was almost a little yeah. Um, a series of pain because I was I started doing the whole going doctor to doctor and no one could figure mm-hmm. out why why I had so much dizziness and then I started getting panic attacks oh, and wow. um, I had my first panic attack at age twenty five and that was terrifying if you've ever experienced a panic oh, attack yeah, before sure yeah have, yeah super terrifying <laughs> they're the worst yeah 
Yeah. And, and so um, thought for sure I was going crazy and all that fun stuff. And, and luckily though, I, I was really fortunate because I found um, I was able to find a, a therapist that was really good and he had anxiety himself. So that was super helpful. Um, and so I learned a lot um, about anxiety, but during that time, you know, I was, you know, I had become so anxious and all of these symptoms were going on that I started becoming afraid to even leave my house. So I, oh, wow. I had a little bit of agoraphobia, mm -hmm. um, but through, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy and some of those um, things and just a really good therapist and actually discovering Claire Weeks. I don't know if you're familiar with um, no, her work. So she's amazing. I am a huge fan. Um, she was just a pioneer in the field of um, anxiety. Awesome. And she's referred a lot actually in the TMS Wiki website. Yeah. Um, her name sounds familiar. I just haven't. Yeah. Really there's a lot of references that. to her. I mean, she's, you know, she has, she has several books. She, the book that I am, um, that I read then is called Hope and Help for Your Nerves. And okay. I mean, it's like $8 on Amazon. It's so mm -hmm. cheap. Um, but I used that. That was really, really helpful for me. So between therapy and that work, and um, you know, I was able to recover from that pretty quickly. And That's then, amazing. Um, and then we went on. I went on. I had my first child, and then after I had my son, um, you know, I ended up having. I had a really traumatic delivery, oh, no. and I ended up having postpartum anxiety and OCD and depression. Oh, no. And so that was another really kind of dark period and really scary. But, um, and of course my therapist, he had moved. And so right before I delivered, <laughs> of course, <laughs> and perfect so, timing. Yeah. Perfect timing. So, uh -huh. um, it took me a while to find somebody, but again, I leaned on some of those same tools and used Claire Weeks's work and, um, and then things were okay for, for quite a while. Um, and then it wasn't until, uh, you know, uh, I, I turned, it was, I was thinking I was around 40 and it was like, it was June 6th. And I remember that specifically. Um, I had right before that date, like a few months before, um, I had a, a routine pelvic surgery. You know, I was, I was getting a little older. So, you know, my periods were getting a little heavier. And mm -hmm. so I had a uterine ablation just a routine surgery. And mm -hmm. then uh, unfortunately I hemorrhaged after that. And it was oh. really kind of a traumatic recovery um, in that my doctor, this is a pattern for me. It seems my um, gynecologist at the time moved. Oh so, no. <laughs> so I ended up uh -huh. seeing just some random doctor at the same clinic who yeah. was not my doctor and she was very dismissive and it was oh. just one of those experiences and I ended up hemorrhaging. And so my nervous system was already primed. Like totally. it was already, it was already um, depleted. I ended up having, uh, you know, anemia. And so I was kind of recovering from that. And then wow. June, June 6, I woke up one morning and I started having, um, pain and like, you know, vaginal pain. So, oh. you know, the pain that I experienced was, um, vulvar and vaginal, um, you know, and that's not an easy thing to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, that kind of started this whole, 
uh, I always call it, it's, it was kind of like this, um, perfect storm of Mm -hmm. shit. Right. Yeah. And, um, my doctor was gone. So, you know, I started going to the clinic, the gynecologist and she wasn't very empathetic or, um, you know, didn't, didn't have any idea what was wrong with me. They couldn't figure it out. you know, they did all the normal tests, like most women that go through this process, mm-hmm. um, that have any kind of, um, vulvar vaginal pain often, you know, they are, you know, treated with multiple different medications. They're tested for infections and things, you know, come back negative, but you know, they keep going back to the same doctor and they keep trying, or they go to multiple doctors and they keep trying different, wow. uh, medications. And unfortunately, I was misdiagnosed um, with an autoimmune disorder. What? So yes, in in that area, it's called lichen sclerosis. And it is a very serious autoimmune disorder. And a lot of women have it. And it can be, and it can cause a lot, it can cause pain and a lot of other symptoms. Um, But the, the doctor, um, she, she, I think it was one of those things where, I had a I had a biopsy and and a and a um, pathologist read it and it wasn't even it was inconclusive but the doctor mm-hmm. just didn't really know what was wrong with me so it was almost like she just slapped a diagnosis on me. Wow. And later I found um, after seeing a derma um, a dermatologist and a dermapathologist uh, reviewed my original biopsy slides and there was never any autoimmune disorder. Wow. But by then I'd been treating it with these really strong steroids and everything oh was getting God. worse, right? Oh, what a nightmare. Pain was amplified, you know? And so of course my nervousness, emotionally, I was just a mess. You know, yeah. I, I had a Pilates studio that I had to close. So I was Aww. very active and, you know, I went from running and doing Pilates and teaching my clients. And I had two small kids at the time to over basically overnight to no movement you know, you're terrified. You understand that feeling. Oh yeah. You think, you you know, you start to Google online because the doctors don't know what's wrong with you. So I'm looking up vulvodynia and all of these, um, terrifying scenarios that I think I am now destined, you know, to be, uh, in pain for the rest of my life. Not only that, you're looking up that autoimmune disorder. I mean, it was just a, it was awful. And so, um, knowing that the autoimmune disorder, that was never the case, but I still had all of this pain. So mm-hmm. I was still going from doctor to doctor, you know, looking for a solution. And um, I had multiple different, you know, diagnosis left and right. Um, and no one really knew. So wow. um, I think that was, so that it started June 6th. So by January... Um, so it was June 6, 2012. By January uh, 2013, I just was desperate. And um, I was going to fly. I, I was going to fly to see like an expert in the gynecology field. I was going to fly mm-hmm. to Maine. I think she was in Maine. Um, luckily, um, I was able, there was another appointment that I had made that I was waiting to get in to see. And it was at the University of Minnesota. So I live mm-hmm. in Minnesota. And I was so fortunate because I saw a woman there who, she was a PA and 
she was one of the first people to actually sit down and really listen. And she, mm -hmm. they were at the University of Minnesota, they were actually doing a study in Volvodynia. And so she was, she was kind of the lead of this study. And so she was really immersed in this and she knew a lot about it. Mm -hmm. um, Cause that's what I kind of just thought I had. And so um, luckily she was able to listen to me and discover that I, that whole eight months, I had a typical vaginal infection that was just oh my God. misdiagnosed. Oh my God. By, I'm talking like 12 doctors. Holy crap. What a nightmare. So truly a nightmare. Um, luckily she was able, I mean, this is, I mean, so easily treated with penicillin, like yeah. penicillin. <laughs> I mean, like ridiculous. Yeah. All you needed was some antibiotics. <laughs> but unfortunately, right. The pain, even though like some of the symptoms went away the pain mm -hmm. stayed because the neural pathways were already formed yeah totally you know, they were all learned over those eight months oh yeah so now i'm you know i'm happy that that was found mm -hmm. but i'm still still in, in pain. pain you know it's like somebody that gets an injury right mm -hmm. they break their ankle the injury heals but they're still in pain yeah so um so then i started doing the pelvic floor physical therapy route you know mm -hmm. and i I started doing that and, and doing all the structural things, checking mm -hmm. out. And so I'm going to pelvic floor physical therapy once a week. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading about trying to loosen pelvic floor muscles and I'm going to postural seeing physical therapists for my posture because it's because I'm sitting a certain way and I'm not, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, all yeah. those things, right? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I know that and all so, too well. <laughs> and so I did even fly, I flew to California twice and wow. I saw the leading um, pelvic floor physical therapist in the world. And she was wonderful because she understands pain. So she was mm -hmm. really great. Um, but, you know, I, I really wasn't getting that much better, you mm -hmm. know, um, and it, it's, uh, I started to just I kept, I was researching, you know, Google can be a really great thing and it can be mm -hmm. a really evil thing. Right? Yep. I mean, oh, if, I sure didn't, can. if I didn't discover, um, you know, TMS it, through Google, I mean, what would I do? Right. Yeah. So, um, through a typical Google search, I probably was on a forum and, um, somebody had mentioned John Sarno. Amazing. And so, um, I'm like, Oh, this is really interesting. Cause I knew, I mean, through the physical, I knew I was missing something. I mm -hmm. knew there was something missing. I couldn't figure out quite what it was, but mm -hmm. I knew something was missing. And I knew that I was so anxious. I mean, I just, um, the anxiety was so high mm -hmm. that, um, I knew that that was contributing in some way. So, um, I ended up going to Amazon, looking up, John Sarno mm -hmm. and reading, um, you know, his reading reviews of his book yeah. and then my mind was blown. Yeah. Right. Like, like it was, there's no way those reviews can be fake. Like there's so no, many, there's so many. And, and I was just for the first time in over, you know, you're, you're talking like a year and a half. I had hope yeah. that That's I could amazing. get better. Right. And so, um, I, I just, I've read his books and, um, and I, and I totally fit, you know, everything TMS. Yeah. I mean, I, the personality I totally traits and everything. It. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. And it really spoke to me. Um, and I think around that time, um, I started 
like the journaling, mm -hmm. right? And it was really challenging for me because I was on TMS Wiki and, and I think I was even using um, Unlearn Your Pain. Mm -hmm. I was going through that book. Um, and so you have to remember that this was back in like 2012, 2014. Oh, it wow. was a long time ago. Yeah. This was before I, you know, I don't know if Nicole was doing anything, you know, with, right. with journal speak. There was no curable app. No, no, it was TMS wiki and some books. Right. Yeah. And, and so I was using the unlearn your pain and I, I was, became so anxious doing the journaling because what you were told back then was you need to find the one memory for you know, that's going to re you know like release the repressed emotion so then okay. all the pain will disappear yeah. you know i mean and that's not how it works it's right? not it's, no <laughs> no and it's evolved so much since yeah. then but that terrified me because all I yeah. could think about was like, oh my gosh, I have to find this childhood memory when you've dealt yeah. with mom as a child. Are you kidding right? me? Right. And if you like have repressed memories, how do you even yeah. know? You repressed memories, repressed emotion. I mean, there's no way. Like, mm -hmm. and so I was so anxious and that was making the symptoms worse. Aww. So what I did was I just, I thought, you know what? I'm just going to put journaling off to the side for now. Mm -hmm. um, I'm just going to put it off to the side knowing that I could go back to it if I, mm -hmm. if I wanted to, it was yeah. still there. Right. And cause I don't think there's anything, I think journaling can be a beautiful piece mm -hmm. for recovery. And I totally. think, I think under different circumstances, yeah. you know, it maybe would have been the piece, you know, the main piece to help me, but mm -hmm. because of the timing and, and everything else. And yeah. um, I, I just, I put it off to the side and what I did know was that my nervous system was so sensitized. Right. Like, and I've had experience with that when I had, you know, anxiety in my 20, when I was 25, and then, you know, the OCD um, mm -hmm. when I was like 29, 30. And so I knew my nervous system needed to calm down. Mm -hmm. And I really could wrap my head around that piece. Mm -hmm. So I, um, but I, I, I was still trying to figure out, okay, my, no, my nervous system needs to calm down, but how am I going to figure out how to do that with pain? Like it felt mm -hmm. like such a different animal to anxiety. Yeah. And, um, so I just started researching, like, I, I don't know how it really happened, but I just started researching, you know, more with TMS, mm -hmm. um, more with pain science. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I came across Lorimore Mosley. I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with him. Yeah. I've seen some of his videos. Yeah. He's great. Isn't, he's amazing. Isn't yeah. he? Like, and he's such so a good, good storyteller. Um, yeah. so for your listeners, if you haven't heard of him, he's a, a pain scientist from Australia. He's got a great TEDx, um, video and it's, he's just, he really explains pain really well. Mm -hmm. So I started reading about him or really anything I could find mm -hmm. on pain science and that I could really wrap my head around. Right. Yeah. And, and so I had to sort of figure out how I was going to, you know, create some kind of a protocol for myself. Mm -hmm. And so I borrowed things, you know, it wasn't one thing. I borrowed things from John Sarno. Mm -hmm. I borrowed things. I used Claire Weeks's work. And, mm -hmm. and TMS Wiki was really helpful in that because, you know, they, she, they talked about Claire Weeks's work a lot. And um, so I borrowed from him, from, from Claire Weeks, Lorimer Mosley, and just really kind of creating, 
my own little protocol, mm -hmm. um, not having any assurance that any of this would work, yeah. right? Of course. Yeah. I mean, honestly, we know that this is a bit of a leap of faith, right? It totally is. You just and have to I like was, trust the process sometimes. You have to trust the process. And I was open to this work because I mean, as a Pilates instructor, I, I understood the mind-body connection. Mm -hmm. I think that was really helpful for me. Yeah. Um, and he, being able to heal myself from anxiety symptoms and OCD symptoms mm -hmm. was really helpful for me as well. Yeah. Um, and, and so I, I did, I, and I had a few, um, I call them breakthroughs, but they were really inconsistencies that started okay. happening. Yeah. And I think it was really me being more aware of the inconsistencies because, you know, I'm sure you've come across clients too, where they'll have inconsistencies, but they're not aware of Right. Them, oh, right? of course. Totally. Yeah. And so it's really becoming more aware. And um, one big one, and which I got from John Sarno, you know, he talks about um, resuming all normal activity. And, you know, prior to um, the pain, I was running. I was running a lot. And I loved running. Mm -hmm. And I was, I missed it so much. And, you know, one day I just, I think it was a combination of a little bit of frustration and maybe some some courage. Mm -hmm. And I just said, I remember, I just said, you know, fuck this. Mm -hmm. I am going out and going for a run. Awesome. And, and I did. And, and, and it's not like I didn't have pain while I was running. I did, Yeah. but it didn't get worse. Awesome. Right? Amazing. It, it didn't get worse. So Amazing. that was huge, huge for me. Yeah. Um, I'm like, if there was something really structural wrong with me, if there was something really menacing going on inside yeah. of my body, there is no way you that I would to run. To run. I mean, yeah. I couldn't sit. I couldn't oh, walking hurt. I mean, literally the wind hurt. Oh, so I had such severe shooting pains, burning. I mean, like, oh, you man. and so, but what I discovered was, um, and this was another one of those inconsistencies. Cause I would go for walks with my husband, even though it was so painful and I had so much anxiety around yeah. it. I started running and running started to become easier than walking. Wow. Now that doesn't make any sense. Funny how the brain works. Eh? No, it doesn't make any sense. And so I'm like, Hmm, okay. That totally, I started really questioning this stuff. Yeah. Right. You start questioning it. And, and then another inconsistency came about and I started really noticing uh, that at the end of the day, uh, I would have less symptoms. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, mornings were always the worst. Like in the morning I had the most anxiety cause you know, you're thinking, oh my God, what is the day gonna be like, yeah. right? And um, in, in, in the evenings though, the symptoms were so much better. And I was started questioning them like, well that clearly, why is that? That clearly doesn't make sense. Mm. And I realized it was because at the end of the day, after the kids went to bed, right? And I would sit down and watch a show with my husband. That's mm -hmm. kind of our little relationship ritual, how we connect in, at the end of the day. Um, I would have this thought and, and it was, oh, you know, the, I made it through the day. I made it through another day. I can relax now. And, and just simply that thought yeah. made me feel more relaxed, That's right? Amazing. And my nervous system would calm down. And mm -hmm. it's not that I didn't necessarily have pain. I just had less pain. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and I, Our results. Yeah, exactly. So, 
Um, so that was another one of those inconsistencies. And I think from there, um, you know, I think it was like, you know, we're at like now spring of 2014 and mm -hmm. I was still seeing a physical therapist at the time. I was mm -hmm. seeing one locally, you know, and I'd just gotten back from California to see Stephanie. And I really had decided, you know, I really need to um, focus on this. I really need mm -hmm. to give this a shot, this mind body piece. And, and I did it. And when I decided to stop physical therapy, which was kind of scary, right? It's scary when we yeah. stop some of those things. Oh yeah. Um, but I did it kind of the same way with journaling. I just put it off to the side, which really helped my mindset, you know, rather mm -hmm. than thinking, okay, I, you know, I can't give this up. I just thought, you know, I can always go back to it mm -hmm. for, for whatever reason. Um, I, I really struggled with it being final. So that really helped. And then, um, yeah, I just really immersed myself in the work of John Sarno and Claire Weeks and pain science. And I started, um, you know, focusing on calming my nervous system mm -hmm. and allowing myself to feel, you know, for the first time in a yeah. long time. And so for me, maybe I didn't do it in the traditional John Sarno way mm -hmm. in terms of like journaling and finding the repressed emotions. I think I kind of went a little backwards and came back mm -hmm. around in a sense. So, you know, I, I, I started working on the nervous system and kind of brain retraining because that really spoke to me. Mm -hmm. And in, it, within that, I started allowing the sensations to be there, right? Mm -hmm. All of them, not just the pain sensations, but yeah. all my feelings. Yeah, the emotional sensations. Yeah, all the emotional sensations. So I kind of allowed all of it. Yeah. And I think that's really what helped me totally. heal. That's, and that's the work. Yeah, it is yeah. the work. And, and I really think that, um, you know, I think everyone kind of comes, comes to their healing in different ways. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, for me, it, you know, uh, I was able to use multiple different sources and awesome. kind of put them together. I wish there was a curable app when I was I know, through. right? <laughs> that would have been really helpful. I know. That would have sped things up a little bit for you. Yeah. yeah. So it did take a while. I would probably Aww. say that it took from the time I started, you know, it probably took me a year. Um, and that, that includes like, that includes, um, doing any kind of, any kind of conditioning, doing mm -hmm. graded exposure. Cause I had to learn how to wear clothes again, like yeah, tight yeah. sitting. I had to do graded exposure on sitting, yeah. you know, um, keeping myself gently, calmly distracted while I started to expose myself to those yeah. things. Right. And so it took, it was a matter of time, you know, it took a while. So mm -hmm. I'd probably say a year and, you know, I had flare ups and there were totally ebbs and flows just like yeah, everybody else. Of course. But I haven't had a, symptom since that's amazing so, how long okay. has it been well that was i don't know what is it um probably like seven eight years that's seven amazing years, six years yeah something like that, that i mean it's so awesome and i've had other mind body things pop up since yeah then, of, of course. course yeah right so <laughs> symptom imperative <laughs> yeah i've had that pop up yeah. but um you know but for the most part you know it's been you know, it's been, a lot, it's been good. It's been really Amazing. good. And even if there's a twinge, you know, I think that fear factor, right? You kind of lose the fear. And so even if there was a twinge, you know, that fear is, 
is gone. Yeah. So, um, so that was, yeah, that was, and it brings you, I mean, it's one of those things that, and you know this, it, why are we doing this work? Right. Because yeah. it's hugely transformational. Totally. Totally. You know, I mean, it's a, it's not just a physical transformation, but it's an emotional transformation. Yeah. It's a mental transformation, right? It's yeah. In every way possible, it mm-hmm. like this work, it changes you, which can sound really scary, mm-hmm. but it's a good change. It's a transformation because you're, it's not like you're changing into a different person. You're taking yourself with the pieces that you already have and transforming them into something that's less painful and overall going to help you in the long run. Right. Yeah. And it really, in it, in, in the learning continues, right. Mm -hmm. It's not never, it's an ever evolving type of thing. And, and it really has opened me up to learning more about um, emotions and thought work and about um, just um, being compassionate with yourself. Mm-hmm. A lot of things I, I really needed in my life that, yeah. that was missing. It brought up, really showed me how much people pleasing was affecting yeah. me. Right. That's and, a big and one. learning. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you say most of your clients really struggle with boundaries? Oh, everyone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, everyone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I had to learn how to, for the very first time ever, mm right? Um, to create boundaries. I mean, that was part of the healing work that I did. Totally. You know, and being really being aware of, of my thoughts and how I was allowing those thoughts to affect me. Yeah. Right. And, and so that was, that was a big deal, but, you know, processing those emotions and, and it, and it was really interesting because I used to be really, I don't know if you felt like you do a lot of emotional work. Um, I would, I would be so confused by emotions. Like yeah. emotions would really confuse me. Oh, and, I terrifying. Re- and I would remember, um, I remember this specifically. I, I had a Pilates studio in my home and clients were leaving and I'm talking to them and I'm just feeling this just immense joy, right? Just really, mm-hmm. um, really intense feelings of joy. Just so grateful that I have this business and I have these wonderful clients and like a switch, it went to dread. Like just this really powerful dread. And I was like, what, how can that be? Right. Like, I don't get that. How can I go from so much joy to just feeling this intense, you know, emotion of, of dread or, um, just negativity. And I, you know, through process, right. Mm -hmm. Um, I realized it was because of what I was thinking, Right. Like I had one thought that created this feeling of joy. And then in a second, I had another thought that created that feeling of dread. And that was really profound to me because I was always really confused about it. Yeah. And I think that's why, um, you know, thought work is a, is a piece of, of the work I do with my clients, because I think it really helps us understand our emotions. Like, Mm -hmm. Hey, if I'm feeling this way, what was I just thinking? Mm-hmm. you know, that created that, that feeling. Yeah. And because we know that thoughts, feelings, actions, they, all of that together is what, you know, helps you heal. Mm-hmm. Right. Totally. So, um, so yeah, so that was really, you know, it's one of those experiences that yeah. changes you forever. It totally. Really it really does. That's so inspiring. Like, honestly, like that. Well, and I love your story. Wild. I mean, you had the facial pain, which I was, yeah. I mean, that is in just 
I can't even imagine. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, like everything you described of like the wind hurting you, like, yeah, yes. like the wind yeah. would hurt my face. <laughs> like, yeah, you have such bad allodynia, you know, where your, your normal things are painful, right? Yeah. Like I put a blanket across my legs and it felt like shards of glass, you oh know, it's not supposed to feel like that, right? No, no. We're not supposed to feel like that. So, no. you know, that's the nervous system being, you know, so unregulated and sensitized. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And it's like, I wish that like this information was more like, I, I can't wait for the day where this just becomes common sense that if you're in so much pain, you've been seeing all the doctors, it's an emotional thing. Right. So it's like, you know, I'm so glad there's more of us out there who are talking about this, who are like, you know, educating people about this, helping people with this. And, you know, it's yeah, all we need different to, kinds. Of we pain. need to start seeing our, you know, and then I know the mainstream medical doctors are doing good conventional, they're doing the best they can, but mm -hmm. we need to start seeing ourselves as a whole person. There's yeah. not a separate mind and body. It works in unison. It works exactly. together, right? There's a mind-body component, I think, to everything. Mm -hmm. How can't there be? Exactly. Right? It makes you know? so much sense. Like, mm -hmm. before you start doing the work, it doesn't make any sense because it's like, no, the mind is separate from the body. But, like, after mm -hmm. you start doing the work, it's like, you can tell immediately from a pain in your body, even if it's just a little twinge that it's like, okay, there's some emotional stuff that I have to deal with now, but mm -hmm. it takes doing the work to actually get to that point where it's like, yeah, it is connected. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you can listen to as many podcasts as you want. You can listen to as many people share their story as you want, but unless you mm -hmm. actually experience it and start doing the work for yourself and actually experiencing that pain relief, that that's what's going to make you a believer of it. Right. Yeah. And, and I think it's really even important to say that you don't even have to be experiencing pain to yeah. do any of this, right? Exactly. To do the journaling, to calm your nervous system, to do those things, right? You yeah. don't have to be experiencing physical symptoms. So yeah. if there are people listening that they have a loved one, you know, you can start doing this work too. It doesn't yeah. have to be just for that. I think, I think it's something that, um, can be really powerful for, for anyone to do. Yeah. Yeah. There's no harm in more people, whether they're in pain or not feeling their emotions. Yeah. And we've fullest. been taught so many wrong things about our feelings, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, so many things we were unknowingly taught by yeah. our caregivers, by society, Yeah, you know, and, um, yeah. And I think, I think we're, we're moving in that direction, but it's, it's slow and, yeah. um, you know, it, but it's, it's coming. I mean, there's been, I mean, I can't just looking back on when I would had pain to mm -hmm. now, I mean, all, there were no coaches out there yeah. when I, that I knew of, right. Yeah. Either were, but I didn't know. Um, you know, there, there was no, there were no podcasts, you know, right. that I knew of there there weren't things on Instagram mm -hmm. or anything like that. I mean, it, I mean, so we are really, you know, kind of trailblazers in that, in that mm -hmm. respect, but it's, it's, so it's changed and it's going to just keep evolving, which yeah, is good. Totally. Mm -hmm. Totally. And uh, tell us a bit about what you do. Like, so obviously your healing journey inspired you being a coach. Um, tell yeah. us a bit more about that. 
Yeah. So, um, and it's funny because that, that journey was, uh, it didn't come right away. So, mm -hmm. I mean, there's been a lot of years in between and, um, cause I, and I, I will tell you, like, I remember specifically the moment, um, and it was really deep and it sounds very dramatic, but it was really deep in, in suffering. Cause I mean, I was like, <laughs> I was crying every day, you know, I was when, you know, in that deep suffering and I mm -hmm. was just, um, it was terrible. And I remember, you know, it was almost like I was, it was almost like a, a, a prayer, but a promise, but, and almost a little sort of, I was trying to make um, some kind of a, um, a deal with God or something. And I just remember <laughs> looking up at him and I just said, if you can help me get through this, I will help other women do the same. I mean, mm -hmm. I will never forget that. I mean, that was like one of those moments. And, um, and so I knew that this was, this, this happened in my life for a reason, mm -hmm. right? It happened for a reason. I was supposed to experience all this comfort. I was just supposed to experience, um, you know, moving through this as hard as it was. And, and, and I didn't start right away because it was still too fresh in my memory. Mm -hmm. So it took me several years and, um, you know, I first, um, went through health coaching certification, which was great. Um, but they didn't really have any kind of mind body. There wasn't a right. lot of mind body piece to it. Um, and then I found an excellent coaching program, um, through the life coach school. I don't know if you've mm -hmm. ever heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so they, there's a lot of thought work involved with yeah. that. And, and she talks a lot about emotions. And, and so once I went through that um, program, you know, I felt really confident, mm -hmm. you know, taking both of those and then what I learned mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of creating, you know, a, a program to help women. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it, it kind of, evolved exactly the way you know it meant to evolve mm, that's so awesome yeah mm -hmm. that's yeah. so and then i met you on <laughs> instagram yeah <laughs> i know okay. there's such a great community of like isn't there a really yeah. welcoming loving community on here i just think that's so cool yeah and like so many different types of mind body stuff like you know mm -hmm. like different types of situations different types of pain like there's a coach for almost yes. any type of mind body there syndrome. is <laughs> and i think that's so valuable because yeah. as we know you know um you know everybody is going to connect with a different person exactly. and what's nice is we have each other so if i have somebody that has um experience with a caregiver or somebody in a narcissistic Mm -hmm. you know, experience or whatever the case may be, or even the facial pain, I could refer mm -hmm. them to you. Totally. Right. Being able to, to do that and help each other, I think is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Having absolutely. That. So yeah, yeah, totally. It's, it's so great. And yeah, vice versa, whenever, you know, if I have people who reach out to me who have like pelvic pain like that, I mm -hmm. will totally let them know about you. Cause you know, it's, I feel like we're, when you find somebody to help you who has been through something so similar to what you've been through, it's that much more inspiring to do the work and to yeah. see their story that they overcame almost mm -hmm. exactly what you went through, if not something very similar. 
And Mm -hmm. that just makes it seem so much more, you know, promising and real that there's hope for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that does really help. It does. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much. Do you have any final words of wisdom from anyone who is suffering from, you know, anxiety or pelvic pain or any of those? Well, I would definitely, um, you know, I could have a whole list of them, but as far as pain is considered, I think um, looking for inconsistencies, I think being just being aware, um, Mm -hmm. observing yourself, being curious, you know, because we spend so much time in, in, in trying to get rid or push away Mm -hmm. or resist how we're feeling. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, just being curious with your emotions, with the symptoms and look for any inconsistencies. I think Mm -hmm. sometimes that can be really empowering. Look for anything that makes you question. Yeah. Right. That doesn't really make sense. Um, and you know, I think for me, that was really helpful to start building the belief, mm-hmm. right. That I could get better. Yeah. Well, oh, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That's amazing. And how can people find you if uh, they're looking for you? We'll put links in the description of the podcast episode either way, but uh, how can people sure. find you if they're interested? Um, in yeah. You? Thank you so much. Yeah, um, so you can find me on Instagram. That's really the only social platform that I use. Mm-hmm. And that's at Julie O'Brien Coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, my website is www.julieobriancoaching.com. So that's mm-hmm. pretty easy. Awesome. Um, so those are two of the best ways to contact me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And thanks so much for being on my podcast and sharing your wisdom with everyone. Thank I'm you. Sure. And thank you for yeah. doing this work. And thank you for your platform. And, you know, I just think that you do incredible work. And thank I just you. appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's so Mm -hmm. sweet. Thanks. Yeah. It's, you know, the more of us out there, the better. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. I agree. Cause there's a lot of people that need help, right? Oh yeah. This help is Mm -hmm. so needed. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you. We'll see you later. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Bye. Bye.